Thank you. I know what you're thinking. Now, what am I going to do with those tickets? Well, since I got you grounded, I'll take them off your hands. Do you think that for one second I'm going to stay here and study when I'm just a paternity suit away from Jamaica? <laughs> oh, no, but No. I'm sneaking out. I do it all the time. No house can hold me, and you are not going to tell on me. You can count on me, Kel. Oh, I know I can, because, you see, I have to know the true identity of the mass lover's lane peeper. <laughs> you know, the one the whole football team has a bounty on. I just look. <laughs> Let's rock. Thanks, Dad. Can I get a woman? No Man Presents, live from the Nudie Bar, the Married with Children Podcast. And here are your hosts, Jerry, Justin, and Al. This is the escape day. It's hump day, and it's... It's time for the great escape in one way or another, and one of the ways you're going to do it is with the Married with Children podcast. Yep, No Ma'am is live in the Jiggly Room. This is very exciting. We are reviewing the episode, The Great Escape, which originally aired February 21st, 1988, when the Bundy family spends the night in Al's shoe store, Kelly is forced to be especially creative and slipping out for the night. Uh, so I'm excited to get into this, guys. I am joined, as always, by one guy who I really didn't expect to show up today. Jerry, what's up, man? Not show up? How can I not show up? We're in the jiggly room. There's all these hot chicks here. How can I disappoint all these ladies? Have sex with them. <laughs> And uh, I'm also joined by the guy who has tickets to Jimmy Dick and the Nightsticks, Justin. What's up, man? Yeah, I just <laughs> love Jimmy Dick. <laughs> Are you going to meet? I went to say it, but I couldn't. I couldn't say it. <laughs> there, dude, I had to. Re- there was a part of this episode later on where, where when Kelly's talking about the band, she goes, "I'm going to meet Jimmy Dicks." And I 100% like had to rewind that to make sure she didn't say, I'm going to meet Jimmy's dick. But I had to rewind to make sure there was not an S on Jimmy to show like <laughs> the apostrophe S for possession. Also, did you know that the title for this episode is a reference? What book is The Great Escape? Who wrote that book? Uh, well, I was talking about the 1963 action film, but... Uh, oh, who wrote, who wrote that? Didn't it the same guy who wrote that wrote um, Under the Bridge Kawhi or... I think he wrote The Bridges of Madison County. <laughs> what? Yeah, it is the 1963 action film. It was star. It starred Steve McQueen, James Garner, Charles Bronson, Richard Attenborough, Donald Pleasance from the Halloween movies, James Corburn, David McCollum, James Donald. Dude, this is like a major, major... Reference. I don't even know. Like, I, I, I suppose they escape from somewhere in the movie. But. Uh, they do. It's. Um, I love those old war movies. That one. Um, 
Under the Bridge Kawhi or whatever the hell that one was called. Tora, Tora, Tora. Dude, those, those like war movies from the, the 60s and 70s were fantastic. Yeah. And speaking of McQueen, everybody try check out the movie uh, uh, Cold Hand Luke. Is it called? Co- Warm Hand Luke? <laughs> I forgot what temperature his hands were. The Warm Hand but... or Cool Hand? I thought it was Cool Hand Luke. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So <laughs> uh, the Bundys have termites, guys. That's the big dilemma going on in the life of Al Bundy and his wife and children who probably could care less. Hello, Carol? Bud Bundy here. Hello? (laughs) Hello, Carol? Don't hang up. I got tickets to the concert. Yes, it's Bud Bundy. (laughs) Yep. What would you say to a couple of primo seats to the Jimmy Dick and the Nightsticks concert Saturday? (laughs) Well, yeah, you'd have to go with me. (laughs) I think it's worth it, too. Good, good. Let's say I pick you up at eight. Ciao, baby. <sighs> so many women, so little time. No, not me. I got one woman too much time. One of the cool, like, opening jokes here is Al walking up the banister after announcing, we have no termites, and he walks up and the banister breaks in his hand. Now, the reason that's awesome is because I remember when I was a kid, I used to be like, Oh, wow, the original Bundy uh, banister is broken? And then as I I got older, you know, and I I saw what they continued to do with that area of the house, one time Peg's mom comes over and they bend the crap out of that thing as if, you know, like a... (laughs) somebody like six feet wide came through the whole thing and it just bent sideways and i realized at that point that apparently these things could just pop off and they could put whatever they want there and everything's fine but uh it's a great opening joke um so what's going on in the kid's life that they actually care about is that kelly bundy like we said uh her and bud have this thing together you know uh i suppose that bud gave her money and she was supposed to go to the Ticketmaster and get her and Bud, Jimmy Dick, and the Nightsticks uh, tickets. Now, did you guys look that band up? I mean, the the Marrow Children's famous for, like, giving kind of cool names to bands that don't exist. I'm still trying to figure out what uh, Bud means by, uh, I finally got a date with a chick with curves. Because he's getting older now, the girls are getting curves. Oh, so he before he only had dates with flat-chested girls. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I dated a few Angelas in my life. Angela, you're Angela Baker. In my obsession with fire. Kill. Did you get the tickets for the concert? I sure did, and backstage passes. All right, Kill, you're a goddess. Give me my tickets. Oh, I decided not to get you any. See, it was either use your money to get four regular concert tickets or to get two tickets and two backstage passes for me. So I'm taking my ugly friend Mandy. That way Jimmy will only look at me. I'm so happy. (laughs) Well, Kel. I'm happy for you, but what the hell about me? (laughs) Oh, bud. I'm going to meet Jimmy Dick. (laughs) He's got this house in Jamaica. Do you know what I would do for a house in Jamaica? Yeah, the same thing you do for dinner in a movie. 
I suppose. Oh, okay. Obviously, they were supposed to get four tickets, so she just got two and two backstage passes. Which, by the way, we all know. I mean, have you guys been to a lot of concerts? You ain't getting a backstage pass for the same price as you would have got for four crappy tickets. Yeah, no, I, I didn't really believe that at all. Um, <laughs> but, dude, how jacked up is that? Like, She just does it and is like, whatever, you paid me, but what are you going to do about it? Not only that, like, let's talk about Bud having the only way he can get a date is by, like, I've got tickets to the concert. Yes, you have to go with me. Like, have you all ever had to do that to get a girl to go on a date with you? You had to, like, offer her something like going to a concert or something? Mm, no. Well, Justin, I I really admire you because you're still living the dream, man. <laughs> God, you get to be with a new chick next week if you want. Like, God, what is that like? You get to be in the dating scene. You know, a lot of people call the dating scene a nightmare, but you get to be in it. And I remember some good points to it. And now, you know, I got the ball and chain. I'm like the real life Al Bundy at this point. And Jerry's sort of like Steve, oddly enough. He's going to be the newlywed out of the three of us. There's some things that, like, I really kind of forget about sometimes. But, like, all right, you know how, like, you're walking, like, through Walmart or something. And you see a hot chick and then you're like, oh, like, damn. Wonder what that would be like. I wonder yeah. that and then actually can take it seriously. <laughs> so it's right. pretty nice, right? Like, because if I want to go talk to this girl and you know, try to make something happen. I can. And just knowing that, I guess, is pretty comforting. I enjoy this. <laughs> to, to be fair, Alex and I can do the same things, but our aftermath will be stab wounds and, and possibly Listen, turned into dude, burritos. I knew a girl. I, I, I knew this girl named Morgan. She was telling me what she would do if, like, her boyfriend ever would cheat on her or something like that. She's, like, telling me about, like, slicing open the, the the mattress and putting like meat in it and stuff and like <laughs> all this crazy shit and i was like this girl is nuts dude <laughs> wow yeah uh what do they say there's hell knows no fury like a woman scorned yeah hell hath no fury like a woman scorned yeah dude so and me and jerry are both dating spanish girls and they will kill you like he said they'll do that butterfly knife thing yeah now this termite thing i don't want you guys to look down on the bundies for this i really don't because is it termites or is it just the house settling no it's termites and uh even the finest homes have termites of course they get them from homes like the bundies yeah and and it's because they don't wipe their feet when they come in the house like when I saw this episode, like I I own a house, so I was just thinking to myself, like, wow, I, it, it's weird when you have a house. The thing that's different than an apartment, which I've had for uh, eleven years or whatever before I bought a house, and I just got this house less than two years ago. Uh, you could like whatever happens, you don't really care. But when you have this house, it's all your responsibility. If the washer breaks, the dryer breaks, the hot water heater goes, the furnace breaks, uh, the plumbing, a pipe burst, it's all a friggin' nightmare. And there just goes thousands and thousands of dollars out of your pocket. And I was just thinking to myself, like, wow, how do I avoid getting ter- – I don't even know how you get termites. I don't even know. But could you imagine – dealing with this because if you have floors it's extra if it's if it's shape if your house is shaped like a house 
That's extra. Don't forget the windows. Oh, boy. Yeah. And uh, I do have a, a garage that's attached to my house, so I get 10% off for that. But Yeah, but that's that's another room. So that's extra. That's extra, right. Yeah, so it's just, it's just not boating well. Uh, I just hope I don't get termites, guys. Uh, now, Bud is on fire this episode. He is dropping bombs. Kelly, you know, the best way to get back at somebody who's supposed to buy two tickets for you and your chick and instead she gets backstage passes, the best way to pay her back is to let her parents know that today is report card day. <laughs> How'd she do? F, 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 D. What happened, Kelly? You attend one. <laughs> Kelly, this is the worst one yet. Now, we're going to have to think of a punishment for this. Hey, I'm sure you'll think of something. Oh, by the way, have a good time at that concert Saturday, Kel. Concert? You think that you're going to a concert this weekend? No way. You're grounded. Grounded? Now, Kelly, you have got to learn responsibility. Honey, would you like to see some of your father's old report cards? He didn't think studying was important either. Now look at him. <laughs> How much you guys' grades? Did you guys, like, hide your, like, not want to show your people's your report cards? And stuff? Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, no, I I got actually really good grades. My biggest problem was I, I just would not do homework. Um, but, no, I actually got really Homework's good grades. Homework's the biggest bullshit in the world, by the way. I hate homework. Why do we do it? It's like I spend all... I spend half of my day in this building with you guys. I don't even want to be here. You know, we're all forced to learn or whatever. That's fine. But why do I got to continue this now? When I go home, I have something I got to waste more time on. Can't you teach me this in the in the eight hours you have with uh, me? They do can I... because I know for a fact how much time is wasted in school. Because I used to get in school suspension a lot. I would I don't know if you guys know what that is, but essentially you yep. would go into a room and then you would just be there all day and your teachers would bring you your work. Well, the very fact that I could finish all of that work in about two hours leads me to believe that something fishy is going on here <laughs> for six classes, eight classes. I could finish it all in two to four hours. There's something up with that. <laughs> There's a lot of wasted time. I only I only had uh, in school suspension once. But it was great because I got a teacher fired. Really? I uh, I think we have to divert from the show just to f find out how you did this. Go ahead. Uh, I So I didn't want to go to school that day, but my mom was just like, oh, you just didn't want to go. But I, like, I was having stomach pains. But I have IBS, so they were just like, it's IBS, just go to school. Um, and I get to school, and I'm just in pain all day. And I'm like, please let me go to the nurse. And they're like, no, you're just trying to get out of your insulin suspension. Just go to the bathroom and come back. And I'm like, it's not that. I am, like, crying. Like, come on. They're like, no, you're in drama. You're just acting. And I'm like, so I had to stay there. By the end of the day, one of my friends had who had to carry me onto the bus, carry me. He lived in the same apartment complex I did. Carry me to my apartment, lay me on the couch. And then leave. And then when my mom got home, she was like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I'm like, I feel like I'm being stabbed. She's like, who spackled the walls? I didn't ask for this. No, no. So she takes me to the hospital 
and my appendix is about to rupture. I get rushed into surgery because it's about to rupture, and if it ruptures, I'm going to die. Wow. And so uh, she calls the school and is like, uh, guys, he he's saying he was crying and y'all just called him a liar? Not <laughs> And so, like, the in-school suspension teacher got fired for wow. calling me a liar and telling me, Man, I almost wish I didn't ask. Instead of letting me go into the nurse's That's office. That's crazy. And I almost died from appendicitis. Uh, forget about IBS. It's uh, TMI. <laughs> All right. So, oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, Bud is just dropping bombs left and right. He exposes Kelly. He tells them that he found a report card taped under her bed. Must have he... fallen off her purse and somehow got taped to the bed. Yeah. Now, I actually, growing up, I used to hide my report cards from my dad. My mom, for some reason, uh, she was the protector of the two parents. Like, I I don't even remember her punishing me at all. For Like, I was the worst student. All I ever got was unsatisfactory behavior. He does not pay attention. He's off in his own world. He's doing this. He's doing that. He's not a model student. He's distracting the rest of the class. <laughs> you know, like, that's all I ever got, guys. Like, and I... I think I might have told this story already. I, I'm pretty sure I did, but I forgot. I was thrown out of high school uh, the first year. I was in a Catholic high school. They threw me out, and they put a note saying he's not welcome back here, blah, blah. So then I had to go to, like, this public high school in a very bad neighborhood because of that. But So, like, I was not obviously the best student at that point. I wouldn't say class clown. I don't think I ever took it that far, but I was definitely just nothing but a distraction to everybody. Uh, and I didn't focus on anything. So it's it's actually amazing. I ended up like sort of normal. It's It goes to show you that you shouldn't uh, put too much into that. But uh, I actually did hide my report card from my dad. I remember the one vivid memory I have is my dad going uh, – Aren't you supposed to get a report card? I mean, it's been, I feel like it's been like five months. Aren't you supposed to get one every, you know, whatever it was? I forgot. Three months or whatever a school year is divided by four, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think he said, like, aren't we supposed to be getting it? And me and my mom were just like, no, no, I don't think so. Why? What do you mean? But uh, Kelly, guys, you know, we're not allowed to make these things. You know, we've been over it a hundred times on the show. It's one of our uphill battles here we're not allowed to talk about kelly and sex and things like that or how hot she is because she's just too young but they are not shy on the show at all i mean kelly literally out loud says she's one paternity suit away from jamaica which is where jimmy dick has a house <laughs> that line was killer now Jerry, I heard that uh, you're the masked lover's lane peeper. Is that is that right? I mean, do you have any proof? Or are you just going by what, what the football team says? I found a pair of gloves and a flashlight, Jerry. If it does not fit, you must acquit. Aw, and here I see that's so good, but I was still waiting for you to go, I just look. <laughs> but you somehow topped it <laughs> good good going <sighs> so what do you think about that so justin if you're on a date with a chick because now you know well, we already established you get to do that kind of thing mm -hmm. 
and you're at Lover's Lane because you know we've all known, yeah, you know, those those really exist. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I always wanted them to exist. <laughs> I don't like there it. Is, there is actually one around here in Nashville. There is a, a, a like lovers lookout place that people actually do go and park their cars and like make out. Um, well, me and Justin, we'd go out there, and, and we're not going to be making out. Uh, clearly, we established that in the last show. Like our our chicks would be like, uh, "Honey, let's make out." We're like, "Just blow me." <laughs> You know what? I wanted to make, like, last episode, I really wanted to make a joke about where they could make out with me. But I was like, no, we're too high class for that. I'm not going to make that joke. And here's Alex with a blow me joke. I'll edit it out. No, no, no. No, that was fantastic. I just want to say that. I just find that hilarious. Now, okay, guys, we're trying to, like, not go too crazy here. That's that's not true. Let us know. Actually, this is a good question. Let us know. In the Facebook group, do we go too far or are we pretty good at, at, at walking the line uh, of offensive when it comes to these jokes? So, Mr. Bundy, we tent this baby up and in just a couple of days, adios termites. Oh, yeah? Well, how much will it cost to tent this baby up? You know, just a second. That comes to $1,750. <laughs> Listen, we'll think about it. We'll let you know. Okay, but be quick. Our price goes up next week. I'm getting my license. <laughs> did did Al and Peggy go to the same high school, or did they go to separate high schools? I always thought they went to uh, Polk. See, I, I was just curious because, like, sometimes it seems like they did, and sometimes it seems like they didn't because, like, Peggy apparently was like sleeping around with a lot of people in high school. But sleeping they... around all of a lot of people. The football team retired her jersey. <laughs> wow. Oh. <laughs> what were you just saying about us staying? Actually, I almost feel like that might be a joke that they would actually use in Married with oh, Children. Wow, look at you being perceptive, buddy. Yes, it is. Oh, that is a joke they use? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, but like sometimes I feel like they did go to the same high school, and then other times I feel like they absolutely didn't because they got they apparently obviously got married very young, like almost it seems like right out of high school when they were going to uh, um, Johnny B Goods t- to eat bunch uh, chugga chugga spuds where you can see his grease spot on the wall, but you know she was also making out with dudes behind the aquarium multiple times, but Al doesn't recognize that guy. I mean, Peggy didn't recognize Justin. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to quiz you, buddy. Okay. All right. Name all four of the guys that Peg Bundy made out with behind the aquarium. Dude, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, yeah, they went to the same high school reunion eventually, and Peg knew all the girls there. Oh, okay. And they said it was Al's high school reunion and not Peggy's high school reunion? I, I, they're, I think, playing up like Al and Peg are the same age. Okay. Uh, which they're clearly not, but, uh, yeah, so I think that's what they're going for. Yep. Okay, so I, I was just really curious, because it was starting to, to get to me, and I remember, and I have in my notes... Did Alan Peggy go to the same high school when she was like, your dad didn't think studying was important either, either, and look where it got him. All right. I, I, you know, here's the thing I was alluding to in the last show, which is why Al should not have told Peggy loves her. 
I, I want a fresh pair of eyes on this one. Uh, Justin, how did you feel when Peggy put Al on blast like that with this, like, who who is he? He's a, 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 a shyster, lowlife termite guy who doesn't even have his license. And Peg is look, putting this guy in some kind of pedestal here. Like, uh, guys, I'm not even joking. I, I didn't like it. <laughs> and I was, like, watching it this time around. I was like, yeah, this is not funny to me. I don't think it's cool. I know we joke around. But emasculating Al in front of this termite killer who's just nothing but a ripoff artist is not cool to me. How did you feel with a fresh pair of eyes? Kelly, you see what happens when you study? Seventeen fifty a job. Seventeen fifty a year. Yes, no. Winner, loser. I mean, I guess I didn't take it as serious as you, and like take it for like what's actually happening. You know what I mean? But like when you think about it, yeah, that's kind of a shitty thing to do with your husband or whatever. But um, I guess I kind of didn't look at it like that. I just took it more as like, oh, like it's an insult, a like they joke. always do. Yeah. <laughs> Winner, loser. Yes, no. You know, like all that stuff. I was like... Suicide reason. Yeah. Yeah, thank God Al came back with a good one, but damn. Okay, like, so hold on. Let's... You know what? You gave us a question. I'm giving... Mr. Expert, I'm giving you one. Cliff Bemis, who plays the termite guy here, would later return to Mary with Children. Ooh. Now, he returned and you only saw him from the back... And only heard his voice. Oh, God. What? And, and it was in season 11. Oh, Requiem good. for a Chevy Weight, part one. What part did he play? Uh, no, I cannot. Okay. What is it? Al's father during a flashback. What? Yep. Oh, and that's not, oh, trust me. There's someone else in this episode we will get to also. Listen, I can uh, squeeze in on Saturday. Saturday's fine. Saturday. Is a check okay? No. <laughs> ah, that's just great. $1,750 for a tent to put over a house. Listen, why don't we just borrow one of your mother's moo-moos? <laughs> the hell, if she doesn't wash it, we won't have to pay for the poison either. They gotta put a tent over the house and fumigate. Now, clearly, they cannot sleep in the house at this time when this is going down. So they have to find somewhere to sleep. And Al says he's clearly not paying for a hotel or anything like that. The best idea was that they should just live in the shoe store until uh, till the house is livable again. Do you need a license to be a, an exterminator? Like, do you have to have a license for that, or can you just do that? Because, once again, Al could sue the living hell out of someone and doesn't even think about doing it. I would assume you need a license. The dude admits he does not have a license, and he's obviously, like, doing some... Uh, he's got to be breaking some FCC rules or something with this. With how much he's he's gouging these prices, doesn't have a license. I, I don't know. I'll get with the Better Business Bureau or something. But like, I feel like you could sue this guy. Yeah, the Bundys don't seem like they involve police or lawyers in any of their affairs. 
it, it really doesn't seem like that. Um, but I, yeah, I had to hit that real quick before we went on. Oh yeah. No wait. Now, what either of you guys, uh, if you like worked in the shoe store, I gotta say, I I don't think it's that crazy to have my family sleep in a shoe store while this is happening. Like, I think that's kind of okay. Is that, am I crazy? Hold on, I sleep I in my someone's... work all the time. <laughs> Hold on, I think someone's. Yeah. <laughs> to me, I'd be like, well, yeah, if it's one or two days. I mean, guys. It'll be fun. Let's get the sleeping bags out, <laughs> gather around a flashlight, and do hand puppets. It'll be amazing. Uh, that's and I'm not cheap or anything, and I'm not poor. But at the same time, I feel like I don't like to waste money. So I think it's perfectly fine what Al did. Uh, although it was very awkward when the Mallplex Theater got out and all the people were looking at the family inside the shoe store. It is what it is. Now, Al. Bundy, he's going to be known. Like, you guys got a glimpse, I suppose, but you still don't realize what a amazing trope it's going to be when Al Bundy walks in the front door for, like, 50 episodes for the next 220 or whatever we're doing. He is going to talk about a fat woman came into the shoe store today, and you're going to love it. You're going to love it every time. As soon as he says it, you can't wait to hear the next sentence. But sometimes a fat woman does not come into the shoe store. And Peg wants to know, uh, are these the girls that you keep complaining about? And we cut to Al rubbing the ankle of an amazingly hot chick who you guys should recognize. Now, Jerry, how much research did you do, buddy? Okay. Here we go. So the you should chick, know the first episode, right? Uh, yeah. So the chick in blue actually ha- is a recurring character and actually has a name. Do you know what her name is? No. It's Jade. Jade is a porn actress whose actual name is Terry uh, Wagell. Uh, she was born February 24th, 1962, and appears as Jade in four episodes of Married with Children, The Great Escape, Father Load, My Mommy, The Mom, and Do You Think I'm Sexy? But I did see other things online saying she was in – because, okay, it says she's in seasons one through, like, four. Right. Clearly we talked about her. But they only – like, her, her, like, actual credited, credited scenes are only for those four episodes. But they say she's in season one. So I got really conflicting information there. Um, But anyway – She's a former Playboy playmate. Uh, that was April 1986, by the way. Whoa, whoa slow down. April 1986. Okay. Yes. Uh, she has appeared in over 150 adult film and video titles. And she was also in some actual movies. She was in Predator 2, Return of the Killer Tomatoes, <laughs> and Cheerleader Camp. I, growing up, was mesmerized by this girl. So much fun. Yeah, bud. Oh, God. When he says, can we show you some of her bras? And then she's totally like, ugh. And then she leans over to do something. Like, his face was all of our faces from age. Whatever he is. Till now. Till now, right? (laughs) And when I'm 45, it'll be my face. Oh, sir. It's been 10 minutes. (laughs) Don't you think you should get me a shoe? But that's an all-too-common mistake in the shoe business. You see, us real pros understand the need of holding a foot 
and getting a good look at the leg so we know what we're dealing with. I hope you're not too uncomfortable. Well, actually, it turns me on. We're closed. <laughs> Go home, Peg. I am home, Al. We're here, Dad. Oh, Dad. <laughs> Boy, you're here. Can I show you some of our bras? <laughs> I think I better be going. <laughs> well, could you show me some of yours? <laughs> that you're always complaining about that that chick is pretty damn hot dude the way she walks out of there <sighs> yeah like she is that go-to girl you cannot ever deny and let's say we gotta say it we gotta label her guys she's 80s hot let can we all agree on that she's 80s hot but even now i like i take a run at it she almost looks like um like it, someone who dressed for an 80s party now right do you know what i mean like she's not 80s hot and like i would only bang her in the 80s she is 80s hot uh as a functioning thing now let's all give her a rating this i'm sure we could i'm even justin i'm sure you remember how she looks all right mm-hmm. mm. okay <laughs> let's get here that okay right uh i give her I'm going to say that uh, only her face, it's 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 hot, but it has a, there's a little twinge to her face that I'm not 100% on. So I'm going to give her a solid 9 out of 10. Yeah, that's right where I'm coming in as well. Um, so I, I can't remember, there's another girl that we gave a 9 to, or I gave a 9 to, but I think this girl's in the lead right now for the season. Uh, nope, there's a 10 out of 10 in this episode. Uh-oh, one of the three girls. One of the he three girls that. is, a, is <laughs> a 10 out of 10. I gave I, I gave uh, Jade, uh, I, w- I was between an 8.5, and then she bent over, and then I was at a 9. Yeah. Yeah, you can't pass Jade up. Uh. But, oh, she leaves, and three more come right in. Oh, there is giving today. There is giving today. Okay, now, Justin and I, believe it or not, even I don't memorize the other ones. Uh, I memorize, you know what? Maybe I do, actually. I know there's a blonde, and she makes, like... There's the the blonde's a nymphomaniac. Right, and who's the one who actually wants shoes? She's brown here. Yes. Uh, Hold on, I think I have... Did I write down some descriptions? Hold up. Hot chicks in workout clothes. Now, oh, how about this? Like, you people used to walk around like that today, and it's like a, it's the same thing now, except with yoga pants, right? Right. I love it. Um. Well, that's better. It shows more uh, back then because they did that weird spandex weird. Yeah, that spandex thong thing. Yeah. Do to do, do. We're closed. No, we've never been more open. Uh, right. Okay. The brown hair girl with the pink top and the blue shorts who originally wants to buy the shoes is the hottest. She is a 10 out of 10 to me. Oh, my God. Yeah, she, she is. She is really smoking. gorgeous. Smoking. 
Uh, the blonde was okay, but her face was a little too skinny. Like it was a little too eighties cocaine. Um, mm-hmm. And the black and the black hair girl was hot too, but I don't know, man. That brown hair girl. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm freaking out because this never occurred to me. I'm a pretty good hot chick looker. <laughs> right. Me too. So I'm actually uh, I'm feeling worried here that I'm off my game. So that's not a good thing. I will go back, and we will obviously, guys, the beauty of being on our Facebook group page is that the show does not end here. You know, we're live. We're in the Jiggly Room right now. We're looking at tons of hot chicks. You guys should come down when we do a show. Uh, you wouldn't believe what we get to stare at while we're doing this. I, I don't even know I'm focusing on the show, quite frankly. And uh, so that that's the great part. You know, we're doing it and it's, it's happening. But you got to go to the Facebook group page because that's where the show continues. You know, uh, we have polls, the crazy things Jerry says. We vote who agrees with him, who doesn't. Oddly enough, you wouldn't even believe it. Most people don't agree with anything he says. No, that's 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 pretty normal for my life. So far, but I think you're going to I think people are going to come around and you're going to say things that make more sense pretty soon. <laughs> I really believe that. Maybe everyone will be on my side when I bitch about Steve leaving. Ooh, I Whoa. dude, I am dying for that day. It'll be such a landmark. I feel like you should get your own episode and it's it should be called Ode to Steve where you just sit there and you go through every episode like you see the listings of the the names and you talk about you know, in the, in the episode, if I were a rich man, I mean, if I could only sit in Steve's bank for five minutes, make believe we're passing gold bricks back and forth with each other. I... <laughs> yeah, man, Steve's the best. I'm I'm not crying, okay? That's there's a fuck there's a bug in my eye, something in my throat. You have two seasons and four episodes left of Steve. So if I were you, now let's get back to the chicks. Well, it's closing time. No, really? No. Go home, Peg. We're closed. Aww. I know. We've never been more open. How can I disappoint the poor ladies, Peg? Have sex with them. <laughs> <laughs> I intend to. You think Peggy would have figured out he was bad at sex a long time ago? Or always he used to be good at sex and now he just doesn't care or doesn't try? Because he got married, yeah. Yeah, but you see this all the time with, like, married couples or... or... It's the same argument. Did you know she was going to gain 100 pounds for a year you were married? No, 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 no. See, you can't know that. <laughs> you There's no way for you to really know that. But But he got bad as they were married. Okay. She's not a baseball man. Dude, Reese knew I was bad from the get-go. She didn't marry right. – she's not marrying me for that. Yeah. She's not going to complain in three years, well, you got really bad at sex because I'm just like – Well, I think it's only uphill from where you are, right? Uh, it's, There's not much left for hills, mountains, <laughs> valleys, nothing. Uh, I'm the peak of disappointment. Right. Yeah, but she knows that. She's already in, Okay. 16 years of marriage and, and Kelly's 16. They're married. It's a shotgun wedding, isn't it? Uh, it actually was. It actually was a shotgun wedding. It's funny you say that. I never put that together until right now that oh, yeah. they're married because she got pregnant. Oh, yeah. 
Do you have time? For you? Of course. Um, what can I do for you? I was looking for an evening shoe. Well, all uh, right. Let me measure your chest. I, I mean... Your... <laughs> I mean your foot. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm at a party, I don't know. I can't help myself. I think they call it nymphomania. <laughs> Every man I see, I just can't keep my clothes on. <laughs> But here's here's the real question. You're waiting on these girls and, and you want to measure their chest. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> their foot. One of the three girls just randomly breaks out in this. It's just like that scene in Can't Hardly Wait where the chick's like boyfriend just dumped her and she's crying. She's like, oh, I'm going to sleep with the next person I see. And Seth Green's character just like falls over and is like, hey, <laughs> what's up? Yeah. It's like, why did she randomly break out? It's she, that blonde spoke as if she was in the middle of a conversation. (laughs) Like we were just talking about this and we walked in and I got to finish my story here. Maybe they were talking about it. We don't really know if they were talking, what they were talking about beforehand. I I could see that happening. It's surprising you waited until you actually sat down to restart that (laughs) conversation. But you are blonde, so maybe I can forgive it. Now, Justin, if you were waiting on a girl and you couldn't measure her chest, I mean her, her foot, uh, or because you couldn't focus, and, and and this blonde said that, would you just turn right around with your foot measurer to her? <laughs> I mean, nope. Realistically, no. But I, I mean, that I would be like, holy shit, dude. Shit. No, do you see how, how hot that brunette is? I got to watch it. Dude, I am telling you, she is the hottest chick to be on this show so far, period. So far? Oh, my God. You're saying a big statement here. I can't remember if she's that hot, but I do think she's the hottest of the three for sure. Dude, she is 10 out of 10. She's she's the the, dude. Her her breasts are getting pushed down a little bit because she's wearing like an exercise top. But you can tell she's packing. And then when she walks away, that ass, oh, that ass, son, oh, yes. I want all the real men of this show who listen to this show. Listen, the three of us are officially no ma'am. I don't know if you guys realize that. But you all could be honorary members of no ma'am. But you have to be real men. And the way you do it is to go back, watch this episode, and we want to hear your feedback. Is this girl really a 10 out of 10? Now I'm curious, and I'm not even shooting it down. I'm actually dying to now look at this. Oh, like, what did I not realize? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Since I'm the one buying the shoes, don't you think you should be measuring my foot? And I'm sorry. She's the nymphomaniac. <laughs> I would just be like, would, uh... You wouldn't happen to be a nymphomaniac, would you? Because cause that girl says, oh, you're supposed to be measuring my foot. He's like, well, you're not the nymphomaniac. But So that's that's a big question. Do you go for the nymphomaniac or do you go for the hotter girl? What's the real question here, uh, the real answer? I guess, I guess it's got to depend on the challenge and how desperate you are. I go for the because, hotter girl, man. Yeah, I'm going hotter. Oh, look at you guys. I Look at my fiance. Hey, we I always up, go man. hotter. We aim up. <laughs> Okay, listen, you know why? I'll give you, I'll break it down, make it very simple for people. You know why I go for the hotter girl? Because if she eventually rejects you, you could still turn around and the nympho is still there and she's still a nympho. There you go, homie. There you go. Funny story. One time I was in a situation where I had the nympho, the, nympho, well, the sluttier one and the hot one. 
originally I was going for the hot one, but the slutty one kind of crept in and started hitting me up. And then I ended up making the bad decision to go after her. And then the hotter one found out and I never got the hotter one. Ooh. Talk about regret. Cause that you chick- just didn't, you just didn't talk your way out of it. Good enough. That's what happened. You could have said, listen, she just, she threw herself on me. And I, they were, they were best. I was drunk. They were like best friends. So girls don't trust girls, dude. You ever realize that girls do not trust other girls. No, I should have tried harder. You're you're 100 percent right. Yeah, hey, it's too late. It's too late. You can't go back. You can go yeah. back. Just go back and fix it now. <laughs> okay, Marty McFly. Great. No, I, I. Yeah, let's go ahead and get me off the show now from stab wounds. Y'all can get a Jefferson early. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, yeah. Can we replace? Oh, never mind. We'll talk about replacing you in season five. But I'm gonna do what all of your customers do. Go to Morty's for shoes. <laughs> where they have much cuter salesmen, and younger, too. This guy is pretty old. Maybe we should go to Morty's. <laughs> I hope there is a really cute guy there. Old or not, in another second, I would have been all over this one. <laughs> Ta-ta! Why, Pig, why? because I thought I saw you starting to look happy. I was just pretending. You of all people know I'm not happy. See, it's part of my job to make the customers feel special. It's what I do, and I'm proud of it. I'm a pro. I care. I need shoes. Yeah, the blacksmith's right around the corner. <laughs> Do you guys have a Vista card by any chance? To is your credit card a Vista? Do you mean Visa? Vista? You mean Visa? Oh, is that what I mean? No, because I'm living in married children land. Oh. Uh, um. Did, now, like, now, like, I don't normally just bring. I, actually, I do love that kind of stuff. Like, I love, I love when they fake things and stuff like that. And uh, this is the episode of, I know what you're going to say, why are you looking at that when there's three girls in the shoe store? Okay, guys, listen, I don't know if it happened after or whatever. My notes are very blurry. On Al's counter, there is like a fake MasterCard uh, logo and then a Vista, which I find funny because it's obviously they're trying to say Visa, but they're not allowed to do that. But they can say Barbie. They can say bar. Well, that's my point, really. Why could you do certain things, but you can't do other things? Like I don't understand. Like how come every beer has to be a fake beer, and but Barbie could be real, but Vista has to be fake. You know, I don't know. Hey, I got a question for you, Alex. Um, you talk about in this episode how mean Peggy is to Al. What about Al right here, like openly flirting with these girls right in front of his wife? So what? She knows it's a... <laughs> I like how he says that shit like he would do that in front of his wife. Oh, yeah. Dude, she would get it, man. She would say, listen, it, obviously it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Of course he's going to do this. She'll roll her eyes and know that I'm not going to do anything. Just like I said. Wait, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity no, to see no, three girls? No, you're sure. Your Spanish wife is not going to just let this happen as a once-in-a-lifetime thing or even knowing that you're going to fail no i'm sorry i don't believe that for a second tiffany yelled at you because of you talking about the side of the bed you want to sleep on (laughs) i highly (laughs) doubt that she won't run up into the to the nudie bar 
and jack you up for flirting Maybe you're right. with one of these strippers. Maybe you're right, but I feel in my heart of hearts she'd get it. But you're saying, but it's okay for Al to do this to his wife, but it's not okay for her to do, uh, to, to call, to make fun of him. him. a loser. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just like I feel like it was funny what he did with Tiffany a couple episodes ago. That the hot chick that Bud found, the homeless girl. That is hilarious. And and like I said, it's that same safety net. If Peg's right there, she knows nothing's going to happen. So it's okay to do that kind of stuff. And usually when Al gets tempted with cheating, it actually ends up with sex for Peggy. Yeah. Whether it's a blonde wig or if it's staring at a leg and running upstairs with you, sure. Also, that's the other reason Al went for the nymphomaniac. She's blonde, and we all know that's his weakness. It is. Uh, so, okay, Justin, your dad says you're going to live in a shoe store for a night. He starts doing a hand puppet with lipstick on his pointing finger and thumb and talking to you. What do you do? That's, I, I mean, first of all, I wouldn't mind staying, like, in the shoe store. I would bring, make sure to bring, like, a laptop or something. Okay, so, Kelly, let's not forget her objective here. So, Kelly's clearly grounded and she's not going to the Jimmy Dick and the Nightsticks. I mean, it's funny how all that stuff is just penis related. Like, almost Jimmy, Dick, Nightstick. I mean, it's it's just like they just said, well, penis, 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 penis. I hope nobody isolates that one. So, uh... <laughs> she can't go to this concert. That's the whole point of this episode. Uh, clearly, you guys ran to your DVDs and watched it before listening to our show and not relying on my clips, right? Yeah, of course. So uh, you all know that. So now Kelly has to sneak out of the shoe store. Now it's hard. They're all laying next to each other in sleeping bags and stuff like that. There's a lock on the door. Al tells where the key is and all that type of stuff. Kelly has to sneak out. So she basically, at 6 p.m., they all seem tired or something, and uh, Kelly says she's going to study. And Bud's like, well, you might need these books for that. So Kelly's studying nothing. Al wakes up. The first one, he's bored. <laughs> How many people are bored while they're sleeping? Does, can anybody answer that one for me? Well, when I'm um, trying, sometimes when I'm trying to go to sleep, I mean, when I'm trying to sleep, yeah. But I put on music. Oh, I put on, I listen, dude, I'm never bored for a second. When I lay in bed almost every night, I listen to podcasts and I'm into like a lot of stuff. So I I just put in whatever my favorite stuff is at the moment because I go through phases of all my favorite stuff. So I'll just put in whatever it is and I'll listen to it and I'll go to sleep. I'm never bored while I'm sleeping. So, But yeah, he he wakes up first because he's bored and he's like, well, talk to me, Kelly. What's up? But she's trying to get him to go away. So she brings up her period. Her menstrual problems. Uh, yeah. Hey, Peg. I'm bored. Want to do it? (laughs) Yeah, all the kids are here. Okay, but remember I asked. (laughs) See you in the fall. (laughs) So, So wait, point to Al. That's a point. I will. Two I was gonna say, is this? Uh, how do we do this? Yeah, he avoided sex for a long time. 
she avoided sex by initiating sex and him, her turning yeah, him but down. It, but what it was was it was all part of his plan. He knew that she would say no, but at least he asked. Do you think? I, I don't know. Yep. I didn't get that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, at least it's... I asked, and then he's like, see you next fall, because apparently they probably have some kind of agreement where, like, they have to do it. Unless she turns it down, then it becomes, you know, void, and it's like, well, I don't have to. Yeah, for three months, you don't got to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. Al gets a point, and it is three months off. Now, I'm not going to give him a point for every week he has off or anything, but <laughs> yeah. for the episode. At least yeah. one point yeah. there. Well, one point. Now Peg wakes up to steal money from his wallet. Bud wakes up to steal money from his wallet. Yep. And then Kelly also steals money from his wallet. Yep. How much – for someone being broke, he sure has a lot of money in his wallet. We discussed that a lot where it's like – yeah. It's like clearly he either has to be murdering commission, which makes no sense considering we see him at work and how good he is. Right. He's not very good. Or it's like very convenient writing because, dude, minimum wage, there's no way he could afford as much stuff as they afford. Like he's if we added up all the amount of money they spent and the fact is that this is supposedly all in one year for the (laughs) most part, like it's literally like his whole – 500 paychecks (laughs) oh yeah kelly is on her way out al wakes up one more time to hit the toilet he's in a state of delirium and he just like barely opens his eyes and squints looks at kelly standing there because she decides well the only way to trick my dad is to act like a mannequin so she holds shoes up as if she's selling them like she's a mannequin displaying shoes and Al says, damn mannequins, <laughs> they look like hookers. <laughs> so Kelly's dressed like a hooker. And to be fair, it's not the first time that Al's seen a hooker in that area. Right. This is not Al's first rodeo. Now, Kelly eventually escapes from the shoe store. Bud is, in a way, sworn to secrecy. I'm not really sure... Uh, maybe because he's the uh, Lover's Lane peeping Tom or whatever. Like, wait, why is he being quiet about it? Like, how come he don't say, hey, Dad, Kelly's leaving? Oh, because the whole football team has a bounty on his head. So Kelly escapes, locks them in, by the way, and Al has the only keys to get out of there. So no, God she only has knows. the keys now. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. So she took his keys. Yeah. So God, God only knows how he's getting out of the, the shoe store. What's that, Dad? Ah, that's Satan, the mall guard dog. Don't worry about it. He can't get in here. It's a good thing, too. He's a real killer. Better than any concert I've ever seen. It turns out that there's a mall guard dog named Satan. Kelly's being chased up and down the courtyard by this, who looks like, what What, what kind of dog does this seem like? A, it looked like a Rottweiler to me. Yeah, I was going to say a Rottweiler. It's too big to be, like, Dobermans are, are way skinnier. Rottweilers are more beefy. They look like a Rottweiler. Yeah, a Rottweiler is chasing her through the courtyard bam end of the episode bud is happy uh it's better than any concert he ever went to 
No Ma'am will be right back to wrap up this week's review. Be sure to join their Facebook group page for all the podcast news and updates. Just type in www.facebook.com slash groups slash Married with Children podcast. Be sure to subscribe to them on iTunes and please leave a review telling them what you think of the show. To subscribe to their YouTube channel, just go to Channels and search up Married with Children Podcast. You can email them at marriedwchildrenpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for checking out this review. Now the guys are going to give their final thoughts and ratings of this week's episode. So that was uh, The Great Escape. So how many report cards are we taping under our bed out of five for the great escape justin um i actually i didn't say a ton about this episode but i actually really do like it um i think that the banter between uh bud and kelly this episode is is awesome um i like think that one of the funniest moments of the episode is where al rolls over and asks peg if she wants to do it and then you know he pulls that whole scheme classic al um, I actually like that they're hanging out in the shoe store. Like, that's pretty cool to me. Um, it kind of reminded me of, like, different moments in my childhood where I slept in, like, weird places or stayed over weird places or something like that. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I'll probably say that i uh, going to go ahead and give this one uh, four report cards taped under the bed with uh, yeah. with uh, five, four, uh, three Fs and a D. <laughs> <laughs> you attend one, Justin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Jerry, how do you rate this out of uh, how many report cards taped under the bed are you giving this out of five? Uh, super solid episode. I feel like um, there wasn't really any downtime. Everything was moving forward. Everything was leading to where it should lead. And really the only thing the episode was missing was Steve. Was he in this one? No, him and Marcy weren't in this episode. Wow. They didn't even like – because I when the episode started – I, they didn't even make a joke about staying at, at Steve and Marcy's house. It wasn't even an option. Wow, that's a major plot point that they never even mentioned that. This could have been a totally different episode. It could have been, I mean, obviously Kelly would never ending, but wow, that's weird. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, Sorry. So, but yeah, so I, I, I'm with uh, JP. It's a four out of five. It's super solid. Anytime I, I don't think there's anything here that's like, Oh, I got to watch a couple of episodes from season two. Let me pull this episode. But I think if I am going back and just watching episodes, I wouldn't skip over this one at all. This would be definitely one I would rewatch. Oh, yeah. Four out of five uh, report cards underneath the bed taped up. Taped. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, I I think we're all here completely aligned. Uh, it's exactly what you said. If you're doing season two. You never skip over it, but do you think, oh, I definitely got to watch it? Maybe not, but I definitely would never. You know, if if I'm sitting there blasting through these, yeah, I'm playing The Great Escape. This has always been a a little favorite of mine. It's always been very, um, I I never passed it up. Uh, It's four out of five. Uh, I love the whole fake band names, Jimmy Dick and the Nightsticks. It just adds like a whole universe to the show itself. The entire the report card thing, Bud dropping bombs is awesome. He was just killing it this episode. He's really coming into his own and and playing. Uh, you know, I, I gave Bud a lot of crap about being that typical younger brother role, but when you deliver like this episode, 
it's actually totally paying off here. Whoever made him the annoying brother in the season one, uh, definitely like honed in on what he should be doing. And this is exactly it. I'm just like, uh, way into it. And how can you top Jade in the shoe store leaning over and Al rubbing her ankle and being way into it. And it's just hilarious. And then the three girls coming in, it's like a dream come true. And of course, Peg's there to ruin it. It's just Al Bundy's life in a nutshell. Four out of five, solid as they come. This is not anything below standards. So, And before we get out of here, I want to shout out to Facebook pages. Uh, if you love Married with Children, and you're in our Facebook group, you probably know about these pages. But if you don't, Married with Children Unofficial is a great page for pictures, behind the scenes, all kind of action. you got to check out Married with Children Unofficial. It's facebook.com slash mwcbundy. Um, that's the Married with Children Unofficial. And the other one is reliving married with children which is i mean that's what we're doing we're reliving married with children so that's another page you really got to check out they're always posting video clips and pictures and comments it's fantastic and you can find them at facebook.com slash relive nwc so those are two facebook pages you really really gotta check out um both the people that run each page are in our married with children uh podcast facebook group so if you like their page, you can talk to them in our Facebook group. Yeah, and they're they're way into this show, and that's a big thing for us guys. You know, we don't really uh, say it all that often, but uh, of course, we're doing a Married with Children podcast. We're the only one in the world ever in history. So when people who are way into the show listen to us yeah i mean uh of course we want like the 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 hardcore audience to dig our show you know so it turns out we haven't gotten a negative response yet uh from anybody way into married children so uh we are so thankful that we actually are clicking with the people way into the show and um we're uh relating you know and that that's the that's the best gift because we're not getting rich off of this. so Yet. Yeah. One day, I swear. <laughs> we have a master plan. <laughs> yeah. We're going to take over the damn world, or at least the sitcom world. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, we're, we would like to hire you for the Facts of Life show. Are you willing? We'll be like, uh, no. They'll be like, they'll be like, all right, well, we'll pay you uh, double for the Roseanne show, and then we'll pay you triple for the Facts of Life show. I'll be like, okay, maybe we'll think about it. <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, Mills Creek hires us? <laughs> They're saying, listen, we're doing a... Do you guys like Knight Rider? <laughs> uh, not really. Why? Can you pretend to like Knight Rider? <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> listen, you like Baywatch, don't you? Come on. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. All right, so, everybody, be sure to tune in next week as we review Impotent. When Marcy dents Steve's brand new Mercedes, she finds it affects more than just his performance on the road. Only four episodes left in season two, guys. Be sure you are there as we wind this down and we are going to amp it up. We're going to really make these last four episodes big shows, guys. So uh, be there for the last four reviews of season two. Ah, man. 
that was a show and a half. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, I'm hitting the sack, so. Yeah, I'll, s- I'll see you guys later. Alex, why are you zipping slash having a sleeping bag? Uh, huh. Dude, <laughs> I was working uh, about two days ago, and these three chicks, man, they were so hot. And I flirted with him, and I I forgot to hang up my phone. I was talking to my wife before they showed up, and she heard me, and I'm sort of in the doghouse, dude. So I'm sleeping in the jiggly room tonight, man. So I don't know what to tell you. Jerry, what what do you you have? Why do you have a sleeping bag too, man? Uh, my house is being fumigated, termites. They didn't wipe their feet. Just wipe your feet, and we won't have this issue. And now. I gotta sleep in the jiggly room. Wow. Uh, Wait, Justin. What? Yeah. What is he doing? Why does he have a bed? I sleep here every night. <laughs>